From Ben Franklin Studios in Queen Creek, Arizona, it's the Radio 201 Podcast. I'm going to be reading another excerpt by Kaylee Burgoyne. Hello and welcome to the final edition of Radio 201 for 2022. It's coming out of the computer lab. This is Angelo Fernando. As I said, this is the final week of school before the Christmas break. It's nice and quiet here. We're doing our grading in the classes. So I just finished a whole lot of it, but wanted to talk about what this semester was like. And as you heard in the opening clip, that doesn't sound like a computer class. That sounded like something outdoors, and that's exactly what I'm trying to bring into this podcast. Uh, the amount of things that go on here because of the students who come into this class. What you heard was a pop-up event we had outside in November. It was the uh, Writers Club. The Writers Club began in the computer lab, as you may or may not have heard, about three years ago, three and a half years ago, and today they are one of the most active clubs or the most active club in the school. And they had a event just to promote themselves and they were doing a, like book readings and talking about things that they've written in their assignments that they give themselves. So that was a part of the pop-up event. Now, today I'm in the middle, right in the thick of grading approximately 125 ebooks because that's their capstone project that's the big project that they do in my class at the end of this one semester and the topics are just splendid stunning i don't know i'm running out of adjectives sometimes when i try to describe this assignment let me just read you uh, a section of the titles uh, that have been submitted there's one called uh, A Faithful Man in World War II. There's another called The Lost Kingdom. Uh, there's one about You Can't Hide. Another called Deadly Mythical Creatures. Guardians of the Peace. Uh, how about this one? The Rise of Aviation. Famous Beat Boxers. Jumping Spiders. Tennis for Dummies. Anyone? I'd love that. And if you want something lighter, Pete, the cat mystery, and so on and so forth. So I know that's like a lot, right? But those are the books. Now, what about the other things that go on in my class? And I have to spend a little more time talking about something that really shocked me in the last few days. At the end of the week, last week, I threw out this challenge and asked students, you know, because they see this podcast and they see the, they hear about the other school podcast, which is uh, fully charged. And I asked them, hey, you know, the microphones and the uh, recording uh, laptop is here. Anybody wants to do a podcast? And there were a show of hands. I ended up with not five or 10. There were 19 groups of maybe two or three who wanted to do a podcast. And I was like, completely taken aback because I didn't expect this kind of interest because at the beginning of the semester you know when I asked students if they are willing to do a presentation you know there are very few tepid hands that go up and of course within about five or six months you know the confidence grows and the vocabulary grows and then they have a lot to say but podcast that's a whole new ball game isn't it so just to give you a smattering of the kind of podcasts that were I'm going to read to you from whatever is I've managed to put up on my website. 
There was one about J.K. Rowling's genius. Pretty good discussion about the difference between books and okay. the movies. So, how did you guys discover these books? Did you see it like online? Did your parents suggest it to you? <laughs> um, my aunt introduced it to me. I found it on my mom's bookshelf. And she's like, oh my god, you should read this. Um, I found it by uh, my, all my family loves it. So when I finally got into it, I found that I like to read and I like it. Do you guys? There's one on screen time about the kind of uh, basically quizzing each other about the kind of times and the limitations on screens at home. There's another interesting one called the History Nerds Podcast, and they discuss some really deep issues that they learned in their history classes. And I'll give you a listen to that. Hello, I'm Todd Hafen. And I'm Cardin Thatcher. And this is the History Nerds. So, Cardin, uh, the reason why this is called the History Nerds is because, well, history is just a fun topic, and it's not really nerdy, but it's just pretty fun. So, first thing, uh, Hammurabi. He was a Mesopotamian king, and he created Hammurabi's code. What do you think strived him to make, like, laws and stuff? There's one on the secrets of the Amazon, and they're talking about the Amazon and not the uh, retail store, obviously. There's another interesting topic, which I think they could easily do a series. It's called Economics Breakdown. And it uh, when they got started, I was just thinking, hmm, this could be the future of Freakonomics, guys. There's uh, one discussing school events called the Symphony Wars, and these two students who play instruments, they were talking about their preferences and what they think are the best uh, type of, um, I guess, instruments that are being used in different uh, classes in the school. So that's just a very small handful of what the podcasts are. There are 19, remember? So if you have a moment, I would say, please uh, move, go over to my website and look for the tab that says podcast. And there are, there's, of course, one to my podcast. There's a tab, a link drop-down menu to the Fully Charged podcast and the student podcast from this year and last year. So, again, to get back to this whole point about what I was raising, is this the computer class that I envisioned? Is this a computer class that uh, maybe if you're a parent, you think your child is going to get into at Benjamin Franklin High School? And the answer is no and yes, and I'll explain. When I started teaching, probably close to about 12 years ago, I thought that you know, getting a job in a computer lab, teaching computers and technology was all about mechanical skills of typing, you know, keyboarding, teaching students the keyboard shortcuts and how to use documents and format term papers and such. But very soon I realized that you know, those are things that are that's pretty practical and easy to do. But what about the most challenging things? What about the creativity? What about the tasks of uh, getting students to think outside of screens, really, and think about design and uh, communication and media? Think about bigger topics, whether it is cybersecurity or privacy issues. How can they anticipate and delve into topics 
that are that computers are really central to but are much much more than mechanical skills how can they debate the pros and cons of a society so fixated on media and social media so these are the topics that i take on and almost by happenstance the projects have got worked around the big issues so that's why the books and the books enlarge their worldview and get them to think about storytelling uh when we do video in my writing and publishing class which is really an elective class for high school students we do video storytelling uh last week they were working on op eds and trying to pass out the difference between opinion and facts and how there is a place for having opinions based on facts and writing good convincing pieces that could be published either in newspapers or in online journals or even on websites that are really informative and educative Hey guys, welcome to Let's Spice It Up coming from the computer lab at Benjamin Franklin High School. I'm here with Haley Olafson, Cindy Quinoy, and I'm Chris West. So we recently just read an op-ed about how food is politics and it's safe to say we have some opinions. Yeah, definitely. And it was a lot about baguettes, which To throw in a bit of context here, I gave them an assignment on writing an op-ed about uh, food and politics and uh, how, you know, food is part of our culture but how culturally, you know, it can be different and assimilated. And it got into a very interesting, I would say, debate of uh, taking sides about, you know, whether there's something called cultural appropriation going on here. And uh, It's a longer thing you'll see it on one of my podcasts. So, one of my examples when it comes to uh cultural appropriation with traditional foods is soul food. Um African Americans uh make soul food with chicken, uh rice, green beans, all the traditional soul food items. But recently um, Americans um have replaced this food with veganizing it and It's just crazy how soul food isn't soul food anymore. That's an op-ed for you. It was something that they wrote, discussed, and of course uh, created a video about. So, this is what the computer lab has turned out to be. So like I said, we yes, we do the mechanical things that happen in a computer lab. But we also do the video and the writing, the creative writing, the book publishing. the podcast and uh, on the design side i've been hearing a lot from students and students if you are one of those people who filled out a survey in the last few days i'm sure you're one of those people who in one when you responded the question of what would you like to see more done in this class you're one of those people who said either you want to do more coding you want to do photography which I'm really trying to find a way to bring photography as part of a computer slash creative skill in the coming years. As a preamble to that, on Friday, most of us teachers are doing what what is being called 
masterclass that's something completely outside of what we do in classes but something that students might be interested in and uh, there's a whole lot of interesting topics which I wish I can attend other classes so I'm going to do photography so really I'm going to talk about I don't know f-stops and depth of field and aperture settings and ISO and lighting and you know all of that kind of thing so photography is something that probably you'll start seeing show up in the computer lab oh by the way I should mention I had a logo design contest and we had some amazing talent show up one of the assignments was to replicate a logo of a popular brand and I gave them two logos uh, so it was either the Spotify logo or the shell logo now the Spotify logo yes it's slightly difficult but lots of people cracked it the shell logo you know the shell oil company not easy but I had a few students who got very very close but here's the catch this is not using you know Photoshop or Illustrator or something like that the limitation was they could only use Google Slides and some of you are wondering Google Slides like that's not a design tool but the answer is you'll be surprised so one of my students actually created a dead-on replica of the Instagram logo right so not the shell logo but the Instagram logo and to get the gradient is not easy right if you take a look at the Instagram logo there's a very complex gradient within you know around the circles so what she did was and I, it really shocked me what she did was she looked up the brand guidelines she found the gradient the numbers for the gradient she plugged it in into the shapes tool when she added the gradient to the shapes tool as you know you can do that in Google Slides which you cannot do in Google Docs and she replicated this in such a beautiful way that you know to the uh, untrained eye it was hard to tell the difference between the original and the replica so again logos books podcasts, videos, photography, and of course, we do the other mechanical fair as well. On that note, I'd like to end this podcast saying, first of all, thank you. Thank you to you students for being here, for coming here every day, for being excited about doing the kind of work that you've done, whether it's creating logos. I wanted to thank the parents for sending your students to the school and to this class. I have to also put in a big shout out to the boosters who just been so supportive of me in everything I do in the computer lab. You know, one of the podcasting microphones that I use was bought by the boosters. The laptop on which this podcast is right now being recorded was provided through a grant from the boosters and so much more. So. I couldn't have done all of this and I could not continue to do all this crazy creative outside the lines activity in the computer lab without them. And of course, with such a lot of amazing support from the administration, I have to only ask, I have to only tell them, uh, you know, hey, can I do this? And, and what do you think of doing this? And I always get the nod of agreement. So it's been such an amazing year for me. I can't thank you enough for this. So again, Thank you for listening to Radio 201. Please do keep tuning in to this podcast and to Fully Charged because that's where you get the inside scoop of what goes on 
in these classrooms and in this building. And this is Angelo Fernando signing off. Thank you for listening to Radio 201. You can find more of these podcasts on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.